You are listening to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast presented by Realm of the Mist Entertainment with your host, John Tolley. Everyone and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We are coming to you tonight, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today, as always, is Mr. Ray Rumsey. Ray, how are you today, sir? I'm very well, thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Hello, and also... Back from his time in the back to tank, finally. Uh, it's good to see you again, Mr. Joe Cahill. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back. It's good to see you back. It's good to see you back. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you, we missed your, your uh, input last week, unfortunately, Ray. Our, our Joe on the um, Star on the new Star Wars tra- trailer. So, just real quick, why don't you give us your quick take on it, what you thought of the last of the uh the last star wars trailer it has got me hyped okay uh my only concern is it's too hyped mm, that's a good <laughs> yeah. well we we talked about this last week and i just want to get your take on it and we i was kind of hoping you would have been here last week because it would have been nice to get a filmmaker's perspective on on a lot of the questions that we had and one of them that we i kind of brought up is that it seemed like in last jedi they went out of their way not to give a to give any fan service not to give the fans what they wanted and it seems like at least in this last trailer they went just the opposite it's like the pendulum swung all the way to here's all the fan service let's see how many how many fan how much fan service we can fit into this trailer do you think that you can go too far in that uh yeah if you said because now you're going to set you set the bar really really high for your film yeah and and if you don't have you know a hit that's going to come back and bite you yeah well i mean it it could be a great film but if it doesn't live up to the hype of that trailer Mm. they're not going to forgive you especially Mm. these fans Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, so have either of you guys had a chance to see the Mandalorian trailer yet? No. No, I admit yep, I not. haven't seen it either. Oh. Um, it looks really good. Um, I've only seen it, I've only had a chance to see it once, so I haven't really got a chance to really look at it and break it down, but definitely the Old West vibe is in is there. There's Definitely a good, the bad, and the ugly spaghetti western feel to okay. it. All right, um, which I think is really, really cool. Um, Bill Burr is in it, which I I don't know that just blew my mind. Um, I didn't even know he was a Star Wars fan, but um, <laughs> he's playing and he's playing a bounty hunter. Um, but yeah, it's um, it looks it looks really interesting. It looks really good. Um, if for those of, I don't know if either one of you have the Disney Plus service, is that enough to get you to to buy it? Is the Mandalorian is the Mandalorian enough to get you to buy the 
the Disney Plus service if you haven't already? No. Yeah. I'd, for, no. For one show, um, I don't know. That's that's a pretty big gamble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's. And I mean, maybe some... if it's a hit. Yeah. And and uh, Obi Wan is out once Obi Wan mm-hmm. comes out too. I think the Obi Wan would be will will be for me the the one that will get me because um, it's the same thing I had with CBS All Access in in Star Trek mm-hmm. was I watched some of this some of the second season on uh, like snippets and it's a few episodes that they had for free on like YouTube and stuff like that and I liked some of it but it still wasn't enough for want me to get. CBS All Access, but Picard is really tempting me to get that because <laughs> that show looks good. Um, but again, it's one of those things like, oh, and it's the same thing because there's so many other streaming services. It's like you end up playing almost as much as you would if you just had cable. I right. mean, if you get all the different streaming services, you're paying, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, it, it adds up exactly. after a while. It's like nine dollars here, yeah. ten dollars there. Just it adds up. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I haven't heard anything else in the Star Wars. Excuse me. Uh, news. Um, what about you guys? Have you been keeping up? Have you heard anything that maybe I haven't? Hmm. Um, nothing's really coming to mind. Uh, everybody seems to be really kind of talking about the Mandalorian right now that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I see the Mandalorian, of course. Um, we're getting more, a little, a little bit more on, um, Obi-Wan. I know Ewan McGregor has been doing the rounds, um, on the different talk show hosts. And that's the first thing that seems to be on everyone's uh lips is the obi-wan series right mm-hmm. he seems to be growing the beard out yeah <laughs> of um, course the other is that is of course still the trailer uh on on some of the stuff that people are oh, hoping are legend editions you know is the ghost back mm. there right and if it is who's piloting oh, yeah, the wait, this we find ghost. out yes yes um i also mentioned that there was a few um on last week's show, um, that there was a couple of ships from the video games, um, Cal Catan and I can't think of the other guy's name. That was in one of the old video games, Star Wars video games. Um, that'll come to me later. I'm sure I'll be asleep and be like, "That was that guy's name." <laughs> Life would be like, "What are you talking?" About? <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, there was a ton of ships. I mean, that was that's what I was kind of talking about earlier was the the fan service of giving us all these ships. Um, but yeah, it seems like everyone's like you said, everyone's just kind of getting ready for the movie and getting ready for. What's going to be probably the biggest month in possibly Star Wars history of the end of the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. in December. Yeah, right, and, right. 
I know we're going to be on hiatus, but we're going to have to come back and do something about. <laughs> right. Oh, you know <laughs> what? Face of that. <laughs> you know what? There well, was there was one piece of news that I did see today. Actually, um, I can't seem to find it right this second, but um, apparently Carrie Fisher's brother came out and and said what the original design for the last Jedi actually was and that it was that oh. she was going to be the last Jedi and she was going to have her lightsaber. Oh. Well, that would explain the fly through space scene. Yeah. I, I remember that now. I was like, oh, yeah. there was yeah. something I saw, but I couldn't remember. Because I didn't actually get to read into the article. I didn't have time. I just saw the, the headline for it. And um, the little blurb that they usually put to kind of you know tease you to get you to read it. And I saw that. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, of course, obviously they had to oh. change the plan, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what I was going to, what I was wanting to talk to you about Joe, last week that I was hoping you would have been on is to talk about the, uh, the Benioff and Weiss leaving and from a filmmaker's perspective, how, how regular and how, because I think people are making a big deal about it, but how common it is for something like that to happen where, um, you know, a person is set to either write a movie or be part of a movie, and then something happens and they have to drop out uh, oh. last minute. I mean, how common is that in the filmmaking business? Frequent. Where, yeah. yeah, it's it's very and frequent. yeah, and like we were talking, you know, it could have been. I've been hearing things like it was conflict of interest. You know, they had something already planned, and they just decided to go this way instead of that way, basically. Right type of thing so i think people and same with rewrites i mean rewrites are very common if i'm not mistaken oh yeah rewrites um, reshoots and <laughs> i i am in the middle of rewriting um big chunks of uh, last battleship right now yeah and, and i'm hoping to start shooting next summer on that one yeah so you know we're still right you know he, oh hey here's some script updates and the actors are like wow again <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I think I think now just because we see it more, you know, because of the internet, that people make a big deal about, especially reshoots. Right. You know, people think that, you know, they see, oh, they're reshooting, and they only think, well, this must mean that the movie sucked if they're doing reshoots. And as you can probably attest to, reshoots are also something that's very common. Yeah, very common. Yeah. Not a big deal. So a lot of times it's, you know, you're, you're editing and it just didn't work. Yeah. And so it's, it's time to go back and, and reshoot that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, we missed something. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of reasons to go back and do reshoots. Uh, you can have a rewrite. Um, suddenly yeah. they don't want something in canon, especially when you're working in somebody else's swimming pool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know, if you're in your own swimming pool, you know, bite me, it's going to go this way. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, but when you're in theirs, and, and he was in theirs, they have the power to say, yeah, we don't oh, yeah. like that. That, yeah. that doesn't really follow our, our future plans. That's what, yes. yes. So let's let's just, uh, at our own ways, oh. agree to disagree and go our own directions. Mm. That's fair. That's right. That's fair. <laughs> 
you got another 30, you know, film offers, so you're not going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's what it was with, with Benioff and Weiss was, I think it was probably a combination of several things, but, um, I know that I heard that they're they're doing a Netflix series, so it could have been that they were that they thought, you know, we get paid once a year for you know a three movie deal, or we can get paid, you know, however much for a five you know a five C you know a four season deal. So they much might, might have thought, you know, hey, we're getting paid more regularly with this Netflix deal than we would be for. A star for you know three movies compared to three seasons of ten episodes or whatever it would be you know fifteen episodes or whatever, and you know they probably went with like hey let's go this way we're gonna you know overall make more money and yeah and it all depends on what their deal was yeah yeah this is true. This is true too, and I mean, you also have you do have the fact that there was a bit, especially after the way that the last season of Game of Thrones ended, and you know some of the disappointment in that. There was this kind of question looming over them of right. could they could they come up with a story on their own? Cause a lot of people noticed that the quality of the sh- of, at least with, um, uh, game of Thrones, that once they ran out of material from the book, that the quality seemed to kind of go down that once they were on their own and they were having to make their own creative decisions that a lot of people didn't think that the show really lived up to the height, the scrutiny and the hype that it had for its first, you know, five, seven seasons or whatever it was. Right. So uh, that's always a possibility. But again, you know, we'll never know until we're able to, you know, hear f- directly from them. And I, that's a good point is, especially with this being the end and how badly the end of Game of Thrones was received. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and, definitely I mean, don't want to screw up and... <laughs> <laughs> and the way, and especially with especially with with what happened with Last Jedi, and the backlash from that, and then the backlash from Solo, um, I think they're, they're. I'm hoping they're. I'm thinking they're really, really banking on this film doing really good and bringing back the fans, and then really banking on their streaming shows. They're their quote-unquote television shows. Um, right. I think that's what they're really banking on from now on in the future is are there tele- is television. Right. Um, well, and, and folks, if you're really enjoying any of the Star Wars films on your streaming services, be prepared to watch them all vanish suddenly the day Disney goes live. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and probably before it goes live. That way, they'll you'll be excited to see it again and have to go pay for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it is time to uh, go on to our main topic for the day, for the night, the day, whatever time it might be in your corner of the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. 
since its inception, the Galactic Empire has ruled with an iron fist over the galaxy, keeping keeping under its under its tyrannical reign the people of the galaxy, or at least that's what the rebels would have you believe. The rebels would have you believe that the empire is pure evil, keeping the poor citizens of the galaxy under its tyrannical thumb, taking away all their freedoms, all their, well, their freedoms. But is that really the case? Tonight on War of the Stars, we take a look at the age-old question, is the empire evil? So I think before we get started with this, we need to set a some parameters as far as when we say evil. So the definition, the dictionary definition for evil is profoundly is an adjective. It means profoundly immoral and wicked. It is also a noun. Profound immorality, wickedness, especially when regard regarded as a supernatural force. So I'll just first we'll just you know each ask each of you this question and then we'll kind of dive into it a little bit more. So I'll start with you, Ray. Ray, is the Empire evil? Um let's see how how to <laughs> I know this is a harder question. Because I mean you know, we kind of talked about it before we started recording, and, and Joe brought up a very good point about you had a very sinister and evil leader, but was the mm-hmm. Empire itself evil? So if yeah. I if I go off of what Joe's saying, and I, I take that part out of it, because they never specifically say. So here's where my mind kind of went on that. For the first three movies, we watched the Emperor like kind of double dip. He, yeah. like, people had no idea that he was the Emperor. So, mm-hmm. did he continue that charade afterwards? You know, who, who really knows? They didn't really say yeah. in the movies that the, you know, four, five, and six that I remember. So, that's no. what I'm basing mine off of. That's what, and I'm going to say that yes, the empire was evil. Hmm. What Ooh. about you, Joe? What is your? No, the empire is not evil in itself. It it had an evil leader. I look at it like Rome. The empire's benefits outweighed even Palpatine. You know, mm. trade routes were opened up. You had a strong military for defense. Um, whenever you were on a planet, you didn't see a lot of Imperial. You saw troopers walking around, but they weren't in anybody's face. Yeah. Um, so no, you know, and, and that evil was at the top. So it didn't, I don't yeah. think it really dribbled down. Well, to, I just, to I just had a, what's that? When you said about, uh, trade routes opening, we had, you had trade routes opening up. I just had a flashback to, uh, uh, Monty Python's life of Brian. <laughs> What have the Romans given us? Well, they give us roads. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, aqueducts. What has the Empire given us? Well, they gave us right. peace. And, well, and I think it also depends on <laughs> running as water. far as your opinion of the Empire. 
would also depend on how you fell under imperial rule and what the empire did for you. I remember um, this has been years ago when I got the old TIE Fighter video game. It had a little novella inside of it. And it was all about this this kid from this from this planet that is taken over by the Empire who becomes a TIE fighter pilot. And in his world, his world was engulfed in civil war, being torn apart, and the Empire comes in and basically says, knock it off. And forced, you know, basically forced him into the negotiation table to come to terms and so to this kid, the Empire saved his planet. Mm-hmm. So he looked at the Empire as liberators. You know, this is a planet that was on the brink of destruction, and the Empire came in and rebuilt the infrastructure. They brought peace and stability to the government uh, and gave you know people like this kid, you know, hope and ironically hope. And something that he could do. You know, he became a TIE pilot. So, but then you look at, you know, what the Empire did to planets like Kashyyyk or to Moncal, where they enslaved the population. You know, that's where you see Palpatine's hand because Palpatine was a bigot. Mm. He was very human. so, I mean, this is the question, though, is with, without Palpatine, with, if Palpatine had died earlier and there had been a setup for a succession, would we have seen the same thing? Or... I think we would have seen the same thing, just like in Rome. At a certain point, the emperor's it was just who was who was least bad. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what it came down to. Uh, well, not I mean, who was and, a good emperor, but who was the least bad. Yeah, emperor. yeah. And I mean, we look at look at evil as far as a yeah, governmental structure. You know, where do we? What can we look at in history and say, okay, this is an example of a government. That was evil. I mean, do we go with the big? <laughs> do we want to go there? Um, <laughs> yeah, like all of them. <laughs> as far as like a tyrannical dictate, I mean, dictatorship. I mean, you know, yeah, we, we, we use, one, use the, that stands well, out. Uh, yeah, is of course um, in. I don't know if we'll get demonetized for this, but Germany during the 1940s. Right. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, like nothing that one. most people think of evil dictatorship thing. They look at the Nazis. But does right. that mean. But, but, but like but, Joe was saying, point. though, like that, that the whole German army at the time and everything that, yeah. that was going on and all that, most of those people were just following orders. Yeah. But, I mean, we're not talking, and we can make the argument about that not all the stormtroopers were, were evil. So what I'm saying is the Empire evil, I'm talking about the governors, the moths, 
you know, it's the same thing with you, know, you can say with with Nazi Germany. Yes, the average stormtroopers were not evil, but the the generals, the the people that were in the higher echelon of the party, you know, those that were, you know, the Himmlers, the you know, the people like that, mm-hmm. those were the ones that were evil. But you know, here's the question though, is we can say that does that mean that just because the Nazis were evil, does that mean that all fascists were evil? Yeah. Because yeah. you can we look at not go like, there. We're going to get a big. Yeah. <laughs> we might actually get a lot of new followers, but uh, <laughs> I don't know for the ones we want. Well, I'm I'm looking at it as yeah. You have a point. You know, the lower level, the stormtroopers, all of that. Were the governors evil? Some, I'm sure. Yeah. Were all of them evil? No, it probably had some good governors. You yeah. also probably had some that weren't evil, but were bad in their pockets. That's oh, true. yeah, absolutely. And this, I mean, and we also have to look at what kind of government structure did the empire run off of? I mean, how, you know, how did the government work? Did it work in a very way that stifled freedom, personal freedoms? Did it work in a way that was very heavy handed or was it kind of like, like you gave the example of, of Rome where the amount of freedom that each area had depended on how far they were away from, you know, in Rome's case, how far they were away from Rome itself and who happened to be the governor of that territory. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's possible that's kind of the way the empire was itself was, you know, it all depended on, as you said, who happened to be the governor of that territory. Right. Which I think right. Tarkin made mention to at one point. Yeah. that Yeah. Well, that's kind of what at the beginning of New Hope, that was part of what happened was yeah, direct control took, took direct control of each of their um, sectors, each of the sectors. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it seems to me that, and this is kind of going off off subject as far as is the Empire evil, but it seems to me that the Empire almost worked on more of a medieval... Um, yeah, like a medieval... Uh, what like what they call that? Yeah. Yeah, that type of government. Um yeah, I, would I know. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, with it's, that. it's 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 an almost direct copy of uh, Roman imperial, right? Yeah, um, they, which you know fell into the, feudalism. Feud, in the yeah, feudal, I know it started with that. That was feudalism, where you know you had, you know, in and it seemed to me that at least the people that got the government, got, and this is where I you can almost say that you you were more than likely going to have governors that were if not evil at the least they just didn't care they were just in it like you said they were just in it for the money so they would allow things to happen within their sector because they're getting paid off (laughs) and most of them were probably in close somehow with palpatine so that's how they got their post it wasn't because they were necessarily good at their job. It was just they happened to have connections. Mm-hmm. 
and you know the I'll scratch your back I'll if you scratch mine type of thing so um and again I mean I think it would depend on who you asked as we said as I said at the beginning so if you were to ask you know someone that you know, who benefited from the imperial rule, then yes, he'd say, no, of course not. The empire is not evil. The empire is wonderful. But if yeah. you were to ask somebody who had lost their house or had lost their family or something had happened to them, they would turn around and say, well, heck yeah, the empire is evil. I mean, well, but they were, they, were they traitors? Were they doing something uh-huh. they shouldn't have been doing? Is that why they lost and it? That's, that's the <laughs> argument that the other side would say. You know, were they lawbreakers? Uh, you know, we have to have order. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and your neighbors deserve order. That's right. Yeah, That's but right. I mean, why, why, why I will eventually become the wrong. pagan god emperor. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, that's why I will eventually become the pagan god emperor. <laughs> I mean, we see a lot of smuggling going on, so we know that somehow or another the empire is restricting items like certain mm-hmm. things are, are allowed to be bought and sold and all of that. Otherwise there wouldn't be smuggling. I mean, that kind yeah. of stuff yeah, but, just but creates spice smugglers, man. Come on. <laughs> you, drugs. You people want us to, to allow dangerous drugs into the population. No, it, it's our job to protect them. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. But what about uh, uh, let, but what about me, taking let, in children to train up as as uh stormtroopers? Hey, hey, that's the first order. Yeah, I mean that's that that's, that's, that's the, not empire. the empire. That's the first order. The empire recruited from the best of the best. Yep. Well they had oh, to stormtroopers from the far sided. <laughs> it takes the best. It takes the best to protect the people. It takes That's the best. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they can't hit nothing. <laughs> I'm a good devil's advocate. <laughs> oh, so let me guess. The uh, Alderaan was just a mining accident, right? Oh yeah. The test firing of the Death Star was supposed to, you know, bore into their moon so they could get out this stuff. <laughs> oh, and it was off. And, and yeah, there was a malfunction, and the targeting was off. And it's glancingly struck. Wow. <laughs> but, but the power of the mining beams, you know, you know what? You know what, though? Like, <laughs> talking about that real quick, because it's kind of funny to me about. So, at one point in one of the other shows, we were talking about, you know, Darth Vader himself and how I was saying he was just really over dramatic. I'm like, how mm-hmm. over dramatic is that? He's like, tell me what I want to know. <laughs> no? Okay, we're going to blow up your planet. <laughs> Like that's just <laughs> you had to go there. <laughs> well, that would be an example of one of the evil guys at the top. <laughs> Tarkin. Yeah. Yes. And and that yeah. would be a psychosis there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit of sociopathic issues. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um Alderon, what what? I never heard of it. Alderaan. Yeah. What? <laughs> Alderaan. I think that's like that legendary cloner world you guys keep talking about too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's been deleted from the archives. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> oh, geez. In the Imperial Senate. What's what? What Senate? <laughs> Senate. Uh. 
Yeah, I, I, well, I have to agree with you, though, Mark. I, it's definitely, a, and, and that goes to say with any kind of uh, justice or, or governmental system or whatever, it's all about perception. It's, it's yeah. how you see it. Yeah, well, good. They're it, propaganda machine as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Just kind and, of what I was just. Thinking. <laughs> and we're we're as far as in universe or looking at it from you know from you know as they say a certain point of view. There's the whole saying of the winners write the history. Right. And because we're looking at it from the viewpoint of. The rebels initially won, so they wrote the history of the empire, as far as our perception of it. So we're looking at it, and we're, as fans of Star Wars, we're meant to look at the empire as the bad guys. That's how exactly. we're meant to look at them. We're meant to we are meant to look at them as evil, um, and I mean that's that's how George set it up. You know, he set very strict parameters, especially with the original trilogy, of uh, being very black and white. Of these guys, good. You know, rebels, good. Empire, bad. Right. right. Um, and he set that up very. Now it was the the later books and the comics and everything that came up that kind of flushed out that and made it more gray, if you will. So. But initially, I mean, that's and that's what Star Wars has always been, has been this very distinct morality tale of good versus evil. Um, so I think if you were to ask George Lucas, is the Empire evil? He would say unequivocally, yes, that's the way it was meant to be. I'd agree with that. Yep. That's yeah. how he wanted it. To, that was his vision. Yeah, that was so. But but nobody could be happy with that. Oh, of course not. <laughs> and course no, not. and I'm gonna. That's it. You know, we're calling for a ban on on, on it. And <laughs> I don't like that actor in it. And <laughs> exactly. He didn't exactly. portray the Empire in a good light. Um, <laughs> the future, the future pagan god has spoken. That's right, pagan god emperor. Emperor. Get it right, or the special police will come visit you. <laughs> oh my goodness! This has been a running joke with me and my friends since high school. <laughs> From a character in a, in a Dungeons and Dragons game. I feel like you should make a movie about this. <laughs> Taking God Emperor taking over. That would be that would be hilarious. Yes. I'm thinking now. You guys got me thinking script here. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I think you kind of answered the question there. I, I, think. I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a good show today. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome discussion. Uh, we're done. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as that, maybe so. But, I mean, you could pop, kind of um, talk about your plan for what's coming up. Oh, well, before we do that, let me flip it a little bit um, and ask you this then. From the Imperial side, are the Rebels evil? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Evil Rebel scum. Beggars. 
Yeah, did you see they killed millions on the Death Star? Exactly. Millions. Terrorist exactly. organization. Mm-hmm. Families. Like, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like Horrible. It was horrible. Poor poor Bob from accounting was just trying to have lunch and I know, right? Yeah. And boom, <laughs> the whole thing place blew up under him. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's visiting his family on Aldron. <laughs> <laughs> too too soon? Too too soon? Too soon? Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers? Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you brought this on yourself, Mark. <laughs> you did. You really did. <laughs> mia culpa, mia culpa. <laughs> no, but I, I, truthfully, though, from the Imperial standpoint, yeah, I would have to absolutely say that they viewed the Rebels as t- a terrorist organization yeah. that yeah. just constantly caused trouble. Yeah. yeah trying to overthrow a legitimate government. And they were nothing until that little action where they got some plans and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which supposedly (coughs) the emperor himself let them get. So. Well, that was the second time around. Don't get confused. Yeah. Well, yeah. According to him, everything he did was part of his plan. Well, no, that's why he had to get rid of that little terrorist organization, because I don't think they were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's a crafty guy. Ah, I don't think the old beggar had that much going for him. <laughs> I just know I want to see Rogue Squadron 2 mini Bothans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we were supposed to pick them up. But, you know, we were the extraction team, but we were getting drunk. Yeah. Rogue, and rogue. You should never rogue, drive when drunk. Rogue two mini boffins. That's what I. Yes. <laughs> two hours of boffin death. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine that would go over very well. No, you. you no, what you do is you just have a scene of Darth, of just like the hallway scene of Darth Vader just going through, just slaughtering all of them. With the 1812 overture in the background. <laughs> so it's like, dun, 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 I would, yes. <laughs> we need to get a bunch of people together to dress up like uh, boffins and, and make this happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not exactly geographically set up to do that together. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast, and Midwest. Yeah, we kind of got it all covered. Yeah, we do. Well, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe. Maybe. All right, uh, so as Ray kind of hinted at, we have some uh, big news coming up. We mentioned it last week. We've already made the official announcement of our end-of-the-year show, um, which, of course, will be 
The Trial of Darth Vader. A fan film production making absolutely no money, no profit, and, and no Star sense. Star Wars is completely owned by Lucasfilm Incorporated and Disney. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, but no, this is going to be a very, very um, kind of a special thing we're doing, kind of um, just what something if? fun. Yeah. Something fun and um, a way to kind of, this is definitely, at least for me, something I want to use to get you, uh, you out there, the listeners, a little bit more involved because you are going to be our jury. You are going to be the one that will be. We'll have we'll have a poll set up probably after after the episode that you can vote guilty, not guilty. We'll figure we'll figure all the details out mm -hmm. uh, with that later, and you guys will be the ones that will determine the fate of the Dark Lord of the Sith. And we also, if we are able to arrange schedules, have an announcement. See Andrew Nelson will be coming on board. To play himself as Darth Vader again. Yes. Uh, if any of you caught C. Andrew's interview a few episodes back, uh, he has actually worn the costume more than anyone else uh, playing Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. So we are that, extremely excited about that. That is cool. That is cool. Um, so we are you're going to be getting more information as the weeks go on about this about this episode. Um, we're looking to make this our biggest episode ever. Um, not just in, as a matter of time, but we're wanting to get the most viewers we've ever had for War of the Stars. Um, right now, our record is, ironically, with one of our early shows, which happened to be on this very subject, uh, 200 viewers on YouTube was our biggest show we've ever had and personally i'd like to beat that um for our for this special episode of the trial of darth vader so i will uh, get that artwork done so we can start advertising hard that's yeah right. that's right uh so that's what we have to look forward to uh as far as next week's show uh we are going to be looking at the Probably one of the biggest topics as far as I'm concerned with current events in Star Wars is the fandom itself. Um, mm. We're going to be looking at the quote-unquote toxic fan base in Star Wars and how they have hurt the franchise. And um, so... Is going to be an, a really interesting conversation, I think. And oh yeah, look forward to hearing your feedback from this show. Uh, if you want to give us feedback, of course, you can email us at Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Um, just put in a comment for War of the Stars in the subject matter, so that we they uh, know what you're talking about. Uh, you can also comment on the YouTube YouTube page. Um, that's Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you want to, if you want to find us, uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Realm of the Mist Entertainment, at Fans of Realm of the Mist Entertainment, and at War of the Stars. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at Realm of the Mist Entertainment. 
You can find me on Twitter at JohnMarkTolly1 and on Instagram at JohnTolly3930 and on Facebook at MarkTolly. Uh, Ray, where can they find you at? Taking a deep breath for this <laughs> No. Uh, you can find me uh, with Realm of the Mist Entertainment. I do Breaking the Fourth Wall, of course, War of the Stars, right here with you guys. Um, I am also part of Chronicles of the Lost Realm, and I play with uh, some of the guys over at uh, Shattered Tabletop Games, playing Shattered Dawn on Tuesdays. I do that. And I also have another side project going that's called The Leo Effects. You can find that on Facebook as well as Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Just type that into the search bar, hit enter, and it'll take you right to them. Awesome. And Joe, where can people find you? They can find me over on Facebook at Joe Cahill, director, producer, or under Steamhouse Entertainment, my company. You can find us on Instagram under Steamhouse Entertainment, YouTube, same thing. And over on Twitter, you could find us under, uh, well, it's Steamhouse Entertainment, um, but it is uh, Steampunk Coffee for the username. Cool. All right. Well, that will do it for this week. And remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next week, may the Force be with you.